0: All right, all right. Aquí estamos, uh, señor Morpay.
1: Hola, hola.
0: Straight from Bolivia. You what's know up, it, eh?
1: Latino gang in the house. The house, Latino gang in the house, bro. Latino gang. That's what's <laughs> up?
0: Uh, we're drinking Suerte tequila today. Uh, still looking for that sponsorship. <laughs> Maybe this is the week. We'll see that. We'll see about that. Come on, suerte. Uh what do you drink usually? Is it tequila or is it something
1: else? You know what? My favorite drink it's called Singani, which is a Bolivian liquor that is like uh, made with grapes like wine, but it's like a vodka. It is delicious. I know I know a friend of mine has a couple of bottles here in Miami, so I'm going to try to come and make you try a little bit before I leave. Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it. So, talk to me. You, you like? We
0: met at Lubelsky's show, mm-hmm. and uh, then found out we were both from Latin America, which yeah. is always a bonding experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially. If you make electronic music, yeah, uh, there's three of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's very hard to find um, other producers from Latin America that left their countries to kind of pursue this. You know, there's a lot of talent, but there's not too many that make are, yeah are willing to leave, you know, and leave their families and leave everything behind to follow this. So always meeting someone that is doing music and yeah. loves the same type, type of music and they're coming from sort of the same place, you know, it's always a bonding experience, like you were saying, you know, 100%.
0: No, yeah, man, it's special. I, uh, like, I don't think you knew my music, I didn't know your music, yeah. I did listen to all of your stuff. Yeah, same, same, man. I really liked it, Uh different vibe from me, but I mean, I think we could still pull something together at Oh, some yes, point. bro,
1: we definitely have um, to do something.
0: I am making a lot more four-four stuff. Mm-hmm. I put out this last track, not again on Dirty Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got two-track EP coming out. But I mean, it's, that's going to be a while. I think it's March on this label. I can't even say right now. All right. And uh, yeah, I'm working on two tracks with with Nala. Producer, Nala, she's the one that was up. at the at the party yeah, with us. Yeah, she's the one right? that was at the right, party. Right. Yeah, yeah. At the U.S. party. Shout
1: out to you. Shout out, Nala.
0: <laughs> yeah. She came here, she recorded some really dope vocals, and I'm looking forward to getting those done. I'm just dialing everything in, and uh, I think that's
1: going to be pretty dope, man. So what are what are you working on right now, musically? Man, honestly, I haven't been doing music in probably three months, because, as, as I was telling you before, right, I went to do a tour in South America in 2019, and um, the pandemic hit. Well, the pandemic didn't hit yet, I I was about to come back and then one of my homies was throwing this like festival in in Carnival and he was like, yo, you want to open for uh, Sante and Hernan Cataneo that are going to be playing at this party and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to stay for a little longer, I haven't spent (laughs) like time in Carnival in Bolivia in over nine years so I I might as well stay. So I stayed and then I was about to leave again and then the same guys are like, yo, another is coming into town, you want to open for them this day and I'm like, Okay, and the, the the pandemic, the COVID oh, situation shit. was already like kind of in the surface, you know, it was yet just getting to the States, not in South America yet. So I was like, fuck it, let's let's do the show. And the next day they closed everything. Nice. So I've been in Bolivia for the past two years. I <laughs> wasn't able to come back to my recording studio. So the first year and a half of the pandemic, I've just been sitting not in my studio but in my house, I only with you. my computer and my headphones. And I think I made like thirty, which I considered good tracks. Wow, um, I mean
0: that that's a lot of tracks. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a lot of tracks. I don't make thirty tracks in a fuck in a year. Like straight yeah, up. Yeah. Not, not at all. So mm. I,
1: I don't know. It was probably the whole thing of like being in a different environment and maybe not uh, mixing also or do you mix in your headphones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean ah, I have okay, I, okay. I had like goodest I took good studio headphones with me, so I feel like you can get to a really proper mix when you really know the sound that you're using. Yeah. Right. And I would always send it to like friends to so they hear it in their studios and be like, Hey man, yeah. I don't have my speakers. This is the track I just finished, you know, let me know if you hear something that is like uh, out of place, you know, or whatever and I'm gonna try to fix it as much as I can. So once I would get the approval of the homies that I always send my music to, then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is ready, this is ready. And I was able to sign these tracks. I feel that is the best music that I've made so far, you know? That's awesome, man. And, uh,
0: do you do you have like a group of people, producers, that you send tracks all the time?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have I have like uh, several homies that I would always send the tracks to. One of them is uh, my boy, Jamba Caressa, we'll who, um, yeah. who I started producing with. 12 years ago. Like Jan sp-
0: Macar- Did he make G House? Yes, exactly. Yeah I, exactly. yeah, I know who he is. know <laughs> So he's like, well. we
1: started together, you know? Uh, he moved to Brazil. I moved so to So you started States. a long time ago? Yeah, yeah, probably like 12 years ago. Is he back- from Bolivia? Yeah, he's Bolivian. That's so... Everybody thinks he's Brazilian. Yeah, but he's, I thought he's he was Bolivian. Brazilian.
0: I thought he was Brazilian straight up. I, I, I lived through that era. And actually, just a little bit ago, I got a demo from uh, Doug English. Yep. Like all these people from Sleazy-G are, are yeah, returning. Exactly. I from was from on Sleazy-G. Same, same. My, my first <laughs>
1: release was on Sleazy-G, man. My first release was <laughs> on, on that, Sleazy-G, Cheers to that. That's another man. thing in common, man. That's, that's That's funny. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's, that's mad. Rob, uh, Rob um, what was his name? The owner of the label? Rob. Uh, Rob. Yeah, I Rob, Rob. I don't know his last Shout name. Shout out to you, Rob. My first release was, was with y'all, so much love.
0: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people miss that, but it was cool. It was a cool time. Uh, because that was Chiwa Suns, I think first release, yeah, was on uh, Sley G and um the first like Amina meangent dance stuff came out there yeah. before they were cough, yeah, exactly and uh I think that sound was very dope it It got a little bit cheesy quickly, yeah. but there was a good amount of time where it was really dope and it and it brought out a lot of producers and yeah. personally, like I really like what coughuff is now. Yes, yes. 100%. I think it's really dope. Yeah. And they just went another way with it. Some other people went the other way, which is more poppy, yeah. more EDM. But it was a good time. Man, and then, yeah, I still got I still got some tracks that <laughs> <laughs> you go back to those releases,
1: and you're like, oh, dude, I can't believe that. that I was mean, so it wonderful. wasn't bad. It
0: is. I'm not bad it. i am not i am not embarrassed, but you can definitely I think I'm actually very proud in a yeah. sense because you know what if you can go back and see that there is progression yeah exactly from where i started to where i am now you have a hundred percent proof that i make my own music yeah. and that i built it i built this shit yeah but when somebody comes out from absolutely nowhere with no previous releases and now has, like, a incredibly high-level track, you know yeah. that there's absolutely no way. Music yeah. production takes years, and it takes years of getting better and better with each song yeah, you make. Yeah, 100%. So it's okay. Go listen to it. That's fine. I'm okay with it. I think it's pretty decent, Yeah, like but
1: if, you can tell. Yeah, like, if y'all want to laugh, uh, like, before Morpay, my alias was Agustin Morpay and like that was some really shitty ass music so like i'm i'm just gonna say this straightforward if y'all want to laugh a little bit just go look for agustin morpé on beatport and hear what i was doing when i was like 14 years old you know hey hey you, is... were, you were on beatport when you were 14 yeah, i, yeah, I, I yeah. wasn't on beatport
0: at 14 yeah. bro i i yeah i was partying And I was studying and partying. That's all I did. Like I went to class. We started
1: partying at thirteen. By the way, in these type of countries, at fourteen, I had
0: I had a car. And, and three I, DUIs I, no, I drove just <laughs> what are those? <laughs> what are those? Yeah. That's not, that doesn't exist that doesn't exist over there yeah there's uh, you know there's maybe a fee you gotta pay but there's, there's I don't think they even had breathalizers in Venezuela yeah no you just, have you just there?
1: bribe the police man it's one of the curses and the beauties of these countries you know like if you like <laughs> to party then it's really good if you're like a serious person and you're like very conservative and um, you're like, fuck that, you know, but we love to party. So,
0: yeah, so I mean,
1: good. I think that
0: in a sense, it's not as crazy as it sounds. I lived in Milan when I was 10 years old, and I think the people that were 10 were doing more shit than South Americans, Yeah, the Venezuelans and were doing until 20, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know. I don't know, it sounds crazy, but at the same time, the the Flamingo just died.
1: Goodbye, Flamingo.
0: The Flamingo just died. That was Lubelski's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like hanging out with Lubelski, like eating tacos and he's speaking Spanish. Oh, Portuguese he speaks. I just remember he was like, dude, I'm
1: gluten intolerant. So we went to eat, you know, like gluten free stuff. And I ordered something that had gluten. And he was like, man, are you going to finish that? And I'm like, bro, it has gluten. (laughs) And he's like. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm still hungry. And I'm like, OK, go for it, you know. But luckily, he's still alive. That must know? have been a, a rough night for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, uh, the man, Luessi. Yeah. Uh,
0: he's uh, he's a really dope guy. And uh, yeah, really good producer as well. Yeah, man, like, he really goes in. I like this album. I mean, ma- just making an album is yeah. like I would never do that. Yeah, I would not do- make an album like you can. You're not going to hear an album from me. If I ever make an album, it's going to be released in Separately. you know seven eps yeah because that's a crazy like endeavor as it yeah. is and um also i don't think that albums have that much staying power anymore you
1: know it's like yeah at least in electronic music you know because uh i feel that what yeah, you're doing is like music, music for yeah. the dance floor and it, like it depends because if you hear his album there's a lot of music that is also Different. not necessarily club music but music to listen to yeah. so I feel that 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 makes sense you know but um I did release an album like a long time ago probably like four probably like four five years ago on yeah. a- audio it was like an audio file yeah, yeah it was an audio file too man no way yeah, bro course. Jimmy and the boys <laughs> oh yeah they, they did a great job an audio file audio file XXL. exactly exactly and and like the label fell apart like they're, they're, they're they don't have any anything out yet yeah, I was crazy. super pissed because I had so much music. On their SoundCloud and stuff, and like they yeah. just deleted everything, so that's uh, not up there anymore. I don't know
0: why. I mean, I don't know why they did that. I think that was pretty. Fun. You could have just stopped releasing and just yeah, left but not that, delete everything. Left that you know? up there. I think even the stuff on port is not there. I don't know. Probably. Uh, I have a I have a bunch of EPs. I have a couple of EPs with my friend Hunter Reed. Shout out Hunter Reed, and man, those tracks are good. Let's talk about something. Do you feel that you've made tracks that?
1: are the best tracks you've made but those haven't resonated with people? Yes, yes. I feel that the tracks that I have that made it uh, the higher in the charts and that kind of built my career over the last years were the tracks that I least expected, you know, that they were (laughs) gonna do that and then tracks that I would like release saying, you know, like, dude, like, this is it, you know, like, this is it, it wouldn't happen. So, that's just, you just have to release the music that you have, you know. Mm-hmm. If, if you put your work into it and you loved it and it makes you move, you just find a good label or if you have your sure, own yeah. label, just put it out. I feel that it, it also has to do with, like, those creative juices that are flowing sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really feel that it's like a, like a battery, you know. So you'll be, like, very inspired or at least this is what happens to me, you know, I'll be very inspired for, like, a three-month period and yeah. I'll be just, like cranking out tracks you know and they're good and they're good and I'm signing them right away to labels that I like and it's gonna be three months like that and it's like the battery starts running (laughs) low and then once I feel that I'm getting in that kind of like anxious point where I'm like producing and I don't feel that it's working I say like okay it's time to try to lock a tour or it's time to travel or it's time to go to a mountain and uh, fucking just spend a couple days there and try to recharge that battery life, you know, and then you come back with like a really fresh perspective again because you can get really burned out by sitting in the studio 12 hours a day, every day, month after month, you know, and you're gonna be making really good tracks. And what happens to me is it it gets to a point where that starts, you know, like falling and falling.
0: But I think that's that's very self-aware of you. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think a lot of people are able to... Understand, reset, the, yeah. yeah, understand the point where, hey, I need to stop or I need yeah. to start. That's that's hard. Me, my process, the first two weeks of the year. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that this year because I'm gonna be in Europe. But mm-hmm. the first two weeks of the year, I'll I'll make one track a day. Not yeah. complete, not nothing. Yeah. But I'll I'll try to be as creative as possible. Mm-hmm. I'll try to figure out what stuff I have that's working. Create yeah. racks and that and at the end of that period i'll have 15 tracks Mm -hmm. and from those i'll get most of the beats that are going to end up being my tracks for the year yeah and also that that gives me Mm. the possibility of saying hey maybe these are not that good yeah like now my process which might be crazy to some of you is i want the loops to sound as close to a finished track as possible i'll mix and master it and then i'll play those 15 tracks everywhere and in my car and i'll even ask people like i'll send it to my friends hey which of these are your favorite tracks yeah
1: you gotta do that it's like any business you gotta do the little test market exactly. you know and so before i spend
0: a ton of time on one track i already know like okay these are the best four tracks off 15 or 20. sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll be listening to something and be like oh this is dope like the last track i released i just made it on the drum machine yeah and it just you just
1: flowed you know just uh, worked that's, that's 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 what's up i mean you yeah, always have that's to. slowly though that's yeah, the you, best feeling you always though. have to feel when it's like flowing and you always have to realize when it's not flowing mm-hmm. and you know like from every at, at least for me i always start new projects and new projects and new projects you always get to a point where you you already have like a like a track that is like halfway there and right. i'll be like I don't think it's worth it for me to keep going with this track, I'm just gonna like go on another that's one, hard. so from every 100 tracks that you make, you're only gonna release 10, at least for me, you know? Yeah. It's so. hard
0: to do that though, I think you're very good at that, I think you're very self-aware, yeah. and that's a super good quality, cause I'm telling you, not a, not a lot of people can listen to tracks and be like, "All right, this is shit. Let me stop." Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: good. Why waste your fucking time? Yeah, I'll just stop. I'll just be like, "Yeah, that's good shit." I'll just be like, mm, "I'm I'm getting in this place where I I'm, I just need to keep adding stuff to try to make it better." Yeah. But it it just has to feel right the whole way of the process from from when you started to the you. moment where you're there, and if you're not feeling that and you feel that you still need to add other stuff or take stuff out or whatever. It's, it's not there, you know? Then I'll just stop, yeah. start a new project, and if it flows, then I'll continue it. If it doesn't, I'm going to stop, and I'm going to make another one, you know? And it's f- like, dude, I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of projects, and I'm just going to release, you know, like 15%. Do, of you go, do you go back to your other projects? Yeah, sometimes. Stuff? Like, every every once in a while, I'll be like, all right, let's hear what I don't have, because mm. I always tag them with colors, you know, on, on, on the folders in, in yeah. Mac. So if it works, I'm gonna tag it red. If it's so so, I'm gonna tag it yellow. If that's it's good. not I working, like I'm just I'm gonna, gonna start leave doing it like that. that. I'm gonna start doing that. So for every sure. once in a while, I'm gonna go to all the yellow ones uh, and I'm just I gonna d- open them and <laughs> maybe because I'm hearing them after a month or two, yeah. I'll be like, you know what? If I do this, th- this can work, you know. And uh-huh. then it turns into a red tag. You know?
0: That's a good idea. Like I just have playlists on on SoundCloud, so that's way better. Sometimes you become a better producer too. Yeah. So. I have beats that I've gone back to long after and already understood, oh, this is what was wrong.
1: Yeah, but yeah.
0: When I made it, I didn't know. Because yeah, I wasn't exactly. I wasn't that good. My ear wasn't that good. Yeah. I didn't have the understanding that I have now. And then I can close it out. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's a good feeling too, because that's like, oh shit, I improved. I was able to get this done. Yeah. That was great.
1: Exactly. I mean that always happens to me. Like even even tracks that went all the way to like number two in the charts or number 10 mm. in the charts I'll, I'll hear them right now and they did really well and whatever <laughs> but i'll go and i would hear them and i'm like bro this is fucking shit you know i could have done so much better you can't do you can't be doing that bro yeah you're it,
0: gonna get stressed out uh it's it's bad i the other day i was doing my twitch show and i do it every wednesday mm-hmm. and People send in tracks, and I just give them feedback. Yeah, but real feedback, like mixing yeah. feedback, because I'm here in the studio. I'm running yeah. it through through SonarWorks, everything. And it was like, oh yeah, we can get go check out one of um, my first tracks. Or no, I, it wasn't even my track. I, you know, which one I checked? Do You remember the old Bicep? Did you like Bicep mm-hmm. like way fucking back? Yeah, yeah. You remember Stripper? No, probably not. My name. Dun 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 dun. But it's such a like it's so good. Oh my I heard the mix here and mm-hmm. I I was like oh my god this is so fucking bad. <laughs> I mean this is such a terrible mix. I can't believe I thought this was good. The track is good. Yeah, sometimes. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's incredible how your ear improves so much to the point where you you listen back to something that you liked and you're and you just can't you can't with the mix. It's a it's yeah. fucking trash. And that's totally fine. If you go listen to my own tracks,
1: of course the mix are going to be a lot worse. But yeah, but sometimes yeah. if if the if the content of the art yeah, is really good, yeah. then kind of like the mix doesn't matter. I have a lot of tracks that I've that I've been playing in my sets lately. One of them being um, it's from Men from the Nile, and the track is called uh, I is can't that, remember.
0: That in what like an eighties, nineties track or? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It is. It is like a like a nineties yeah. track. Uh, the mix is so bad, man. Like the mix is really, mm. really bad. Like
0: sometimes it's... I remaster old tracks. Yeah, know but... with the Miami bass like 808 stuff. Yeah, I'll just run it through my master chain. Oh, and, right. do, and, and you know push a little bit of this, put a little bit of that, and so,
1: yeah, know these like this this track and then another tracks like of the same style, some new tracks as well that are that kind of style. Like yeah. this track in particular has such a bad mix, bro. Like the kick is so muddy, <laughs> but I love playing it. Because The feeling the
0: people get. Exactly, That's man, it. like, like it's That's one of it. those tracks that it's yeah. not
1: to to like make people jump or whatever, but it's one of those tracks that kind of bring like a love vibe in the dance floor. Yeah. And you see how people start hugging, you know, and people start smiling, but they're not like jumping or whatever. Mm. And the mix is terrible, but the content, the artistic content of that piece is so yeah. good and so vibey that I'm still going to play it, you know.
0: I get it. I mean, there's a lot of uh, like I play a lot of juke sometimes Mm -hmm. in my sets i'll play basically ghetto house and and electro Mm -hmm. in a a mix of both and that's like i like doing that because that's the music i like and also nobody does that set yeah i like like doing what you do which is i grab old tracks i put them in there try to blend them in as seamlessly as possible I spend a lot of time listening to see which of these actually has a decent enough (laughs) mix to fucking work. And if not, then I'll try to remaster them. But most of the music I play, I find, I find on Bandcamp Mm -hmm. and oh man, the mixes on Bandcamp are terrifying, man. Yeah. They're really, they're really terrifying. But talk to me, talk to me about tour, man. You've been, I mean, you've been touring, you have toured a lot. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your favorite city? that you've been to, like club wise, not let's not talk tourism.
1: I really like the vibes of Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Ar- I've never been to, to people, Argentina. people. I don't know if just the fucking ecstasies in Buenos Aires is, is too good or what, <laughs> but the vibes of that city, man, like it, it's so high energy. And I remember the first time I performed there, I was like really I was really confused when I was when I was at the DJ booth yeah, because like the, the crowd was moving differently than in the rest of the world and I couldn't like... Yeah. I didn't understand what was it and then I realized that in most places, most people dance one side for every two beats, right? So they go oh. like one, two, one, two, one, two, one, yeah. two, one, two... but in Buenos Aires, everyone is dancing one side per beat bam, bam, so bam, just, they're just like moving really fast that's but it's how like,
0: i do when i make some like i'm like this yeah down, but it's down, it's down, everyone down, down, everyone
1: is dancing like that and yeah, everyone's down. jumping and everyone's screaming and, and so, people were nice the yeah people are nice. nice yeah yeah the clubs are what's super the, nice. what's the club i gotta go to right now i think the the, the one of the best ones is rio it's rio. called rio in buenos aires Then you had Krobar. I don't know if Krobar is still open. Krobar
0: is like such a historic name. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, like Krobar is like, uh, like let's say space in Miami. You know, it's Mm. like it has this history behind it, and it's always been like the underground mecca of Buenos Aires. Um, And there's there's a lot of clubs. I mean, it's a really big city, man. Buenos Aires is a really big city, and house music and electronic music is very. Embedded into their culture, you know. Like. That's dope, man. I haven't been. It's it also feels like
0: it's so far away. Yeah. So, but that, it is I think so that,
1: cheap right now, man. Yeah, I think yeah, that's like,
0: that's why I haven't gone. Because I think that every time I think about doing that, my family is in Europe. Yeah. Is in Spain, so I, I end up there. And you know what? I'm gonna try and figure that out. I think. That yeah, sounds of course. Cool. May you
1: come to South America? You know, I can get you some homies to book you. We in should. Bolivia. We should.
0: We. I mean, honestly, dude, it's dope to have met you so much, and uh, I hope. Like I hope a lot of you go check out his music and uh, and definitely support.
1: I always say like fuck genres, you know. Like I oh, yeah. I, I never I never say I play a certain genre yeah. or that I'm gonna stick to a certain genre. You know, I feel that there's so many producers that get caught on that that it's like I'm like a minimal deep tech producer and I'm I only do minimal deep tech because the other minimal deep tech producers are gonna like look me down if I do other shit or whatever. And I like oh. I say like I don't I don't care about genres but, like.
0: You know what? I think that's more us, ours, like Latin America,
1: yeah, and Europe, yeah.
0: Because here in the states, people are pretty chill about stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: here, here, people are. Way they're more not chill. really
0: asking about like, oh. I you know I only make m- minimal deep tech alternative. Yeah, they always field, use the, palabra, the word like. fino, just...
1: like like fino. How would you say fino in in English? Like proper. Yeah, you know, they always yeah, say yeah. like oh this is not fino, you know, like whatever. So you're like, oh, I don't care, you know. That, that, I think that's us. To be honest, yeah.
0: I think that's us. Europe is also a lot more snobby. that's yeah. a fact. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, I notice that a lot just going out. I like the vibe here a lot. I I like both vibes, but. Yeah over there the listener is also very very cultured to the point where they're like oh this yo that dude fucked up this mix." yeah and that was cheesy they'll fucking boo yeah they'll boo people like big people they'll boo them yeah if they (laughs) fuck up like that doesn't happen here like if if here the music stops people will start clapping like, yeah what's up and, and i think that, i think that's dope Yeah, that, i think it's cool to be just relaxed and having fun just have a good time yeah
1: you know just good vibes man that that's, that's what fine. it's all about yeah
0: what's the what's the craziest thing that's happened to you on tour or oh god bro on tour that you can actually not go to jail by
1: yeah staying yeah on a podcast god i i i mean this <laughs> this last tour in bolivia was so wild man like um so many bizarre situations like uh, f- let's see what what can be one really funny story from from this last tour probably in, the, in this city cochabamba i don't know if you know of from l.a is like this guy that plays the, the guitar during his no. dj set or mesa this girl that uh that dj is like progressive and techno so they were like oh we really want to go to this this tour you're doing in bolivia with your brand um like we'll finance our what's trip. your what's your what's your brand oh it's a booty loop which which booty means, booty is like an slang that like my grandfathers used to use in my city for like right. a really long party, right? So oh, they would nice. say like, oh, let's go to the booty. So I like wanted to bring that word back and have a name that didn't exist. So booty loop was like the, That's the perfect you, combination. You throw parties in Bolivia and also in the States. Yeah, we throw parties in, the, in five cities in Bolivia. And we've done parties in LA, in San Diego and in Oklahoma City. Uh, we did a huge house party in Oklahoma City, man. Let's like, go. like I couldn't, like, because when I moved there, I studied in Oklahoma. Like, people didn't really listen to house music at all. They, they, it was, like, country, hip-hop, and dubstep. But, yeah, I tried throwing, like, three house parties before Bury Loop. The first one didn't go well, well at all. Mm. The second one went really well. Even the Thunder players went to the party, like, Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Like, they Damn. just walked in, and I was like, dude, what the fuck are they doing here? You know, like, I couldn't believe it. But the guys that I partnered with, like, did some really bad moves, you know. So yeah, I, like said, dude, like, I, I give up on this city. I'm, on, I'm not going to try to do more house parties in Oklahoma. I get you. And then we started Bury Loop in Bolivia. And it was a really big um, hit, you know, for the scene in the country. So, and I was like, now that we have all these after movies, you know, with like 1,200 people at the party, you know, and big headliners, mm-hmm. let's bring it to, to Oklahoma. And I partnered with the drummer from The Flaming Lips. Oh shit. And cool. the guy that used to do all the dubstep events. And we did a Bury Loop in, in Oklahoma and it was like a full house. We took golf clap, uh, Dead Space. Um the owners of from Audiophile, Jimmy and uh, Jimmy and Chris, and then me, and it was like a great party. And now there's like small venues that are doing house music in Oklahoma City. That's dope. So man. so I was super nice, super unexpected. But this last tour with Bury Loop, like, so much stuff happened. Like, my partner almost died because he, like, was drunk, running outside of a strip club, you know, and hit his head so hard that he had to get 19 stitches. And the next day at the party, these Bolivian gang members <laughs> showed up at the party right like this 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 really serious gang right and i'm performing narco with, yeah dude i'm I'm just performing and i like look at the dance floor and i see that somebody punches my partner in the face with his 19 stitches in the forehead oh, yeah. so i'm like god damn i like get out of stage i run to the to the dance floor and everybody grabs me and they're like dude like you go keep performing you, you know we wanna, got you we got yeah. you so you don't want to you don't want to get into a fight with a narco no 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 so the, the party's over the music is over but nobody's leaving and everybody looks so scared it's like 400 people everybody yeah. looks scared out of, out of their asses so i like go get a get down from stage and i ask like yo what's going on you know what what happened nico are you okay like what happened to your forehead like what's going on and then um they tell me you know bro there's like 30 gang members outside just Whoa. waiting 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 for for people like we don't know like nobody wants to leave my other homie had his shirt cut open because they try to like cut him with a with a knife and he like stood back and they only got his shirt yo and this is the first weekend of these friends that got to bolivia from la you know so they're like dude this is yeah, some bizarre man. ass place that's you know?
0: the that's the thing when uh like when americans or europeans come to latin america <laughs> it's they so don't, bizarre you know yeah. they don't really they just don't understand yeah. <laughs> dude i was with my girl in colombia and she was just like with her camera and her phone out and so much stuff I was like yeah. I understand that this is safe but you just don't remember so Yeah, just just put the phone yeah. away I, I get that it's safe it yeah. is it is a lot safer it's not Venezuela in Venezuela yeah. you're done but yeah. there is this like sixth sense that you have if you lived in that sort of situation like i'm always looking back looking Mm -hmm. forward looking is this the same car that was there a few blocks ago yeah um is this the same guy that passed yeah you have to be alert or not and you know know, if i if i take out my phone i'll take out my phone and put it in my pocket again front pocket yeah like some friends of mine came to venezuela when it wasn't as crazy as it is right now yeah she got pissed off at her boyfriend and she says i'm gonna walk back and i just said i mean no. You're gonna, you're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't. You know? yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you're you dead. You have
1: to lower your chances of yeah. getting mugged as much as <laughs> like, you can. You know, like, it's gonna, not that you're gonna get mugged for <laughs> sure, but it's like you wanna lower the percentage of yeah, yeah, the yeah, risk yeah. that you're going. You you know? Know,
0: you're gonna walk back. You, you're gonna walk on the street <laughs> at, at two a.m. Yeah. to your hotel, and you're blonde and you're wearing a fucking dress.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're dead. Yeah, don't. I'm, don't. I'm so sorry,
0: you're dead. I sort of got it after. Yeah, you're not like. All the time seeing people going through shit. yeah but believe me if you walk back from a club by yourself
1: yeah it's over the chances are very very high you know so you yeah. want to lower those yeah, yeah, that yeah risk yeah. as much you want to have can. a
0: shitty car i had the shittiest car yeah <laughs> i didn't have any even this like this yeah, is the, like a good luck it, yeah. good luck chain i didn't have this
1: i don't i don't wear a watch the Keep less people see you the yeah. better yeah, but you know what's the funny thing in this in this party it was like it was a really good environment. You know that like it was yeah. a really nice crowd. And it's not,
0: It it is safe for right? Yeah, or yeah. Not?
1: It's it's really safe, but you can walk. Yeah, but for some reason this 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 guy showed up at the party, yeah. you know, and they didn't, they didn't, they weren't from the same crew that goes to these parties at all. You know, they yeah, were yeah. completely <laughs> at a different uh, well, social circle. You're probably you know, looking like for everything. somebody, right? No, no, they just went to party because they liked oh, house music, right? all right, all right, all right. And right. My, my homie, I think, like, apparently, he was really drunk, and because it was his party, he was probably, you know, like, acting... Yeah, like, yeah ...with yeah, his nose yeah. up, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. They got pissed, they got on a fight, whatever. So, I, um... Also, in, in Latin America, if you talk shit... Yeah, there's yeah. no fight one-on-one
0: yeah. either, you know? Like,
1: it's it's it, like... It's if a hundred you, people getting the fight, you know? If you talk
0: shit, uh, somebody's gonna punch you yeah or a lot of and people that, are gonna hit you. like people don't realize that as well and um, yeah 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 write that write that down don't don't be talking crazy yeah good vibes always yeah love is the answer i mean uh, yeah love is the answer 100 it's better it's better to just have a good time yeah and avoid that sort of stupid thing yeah that's, but um that's for sure
1: but what what happened with this event was that i i get out of stage you know and everybody's scared so i like go to the to the venue's door and i look outside and there's like 20-25 gang members outside like with the tattoos in their forehead you know like the, the whole thing and uh, and I'm with with a shout out to a this homie from from LA his first weekend in Bolivia you know his first day my partner splits his head open you know and two days later this all this shit is happening with the gang members and we're like I look at the door and they're all just looking at me and I look at my homie from here and I'm like bro we got to go talk to the gang members. Oh, you gotta go talk? Yeah, I'm like, we gotta go talk to them, Uh. you know, like, we have 400 people waiting here. Like, whenever I do tours of my brand, I, I don't drink, you know, I like... I like nothing you know i gotta be focused i gotta do accounting at the end of the party so i gotta mm. be 100 right so i go like bro we gotta go to and, and my partner is like wasted everybody's wasted right <laughs> so i go and, and i go um we gotta go talk to gang members and he looks at me and he goes are you fucking out of your mind bro like this is my third day in bolivia i'm not gonna go talk to no gang members outside like oh, the
0: the, the, you were talking to your american, yeah, DJ to my friend. american and you told DJ friend. him and you were like, going to go talk to... Yeah, with... like,
1: we, I told yeah. him, we got to go. Like, come with me. And he's like, nah, you're fucking crazy. And I was like, of course like not, man. I was like, bro, trust me. Like, oh, we're we're not part of the problem. You know, they're, they're, they're probably good people in their hearts or whatever. They're not going to do anything to us nah. if we didn't have any problems. But you can't them. have them talk. Like, you could talk. No, so, so we go. We go. We're like, okay, yeah. let's go. And we start, like, slowly walking outside, you know, looking at them in their face. And the security guards are like, yo, guys, what are you doing? And we're like, don't worry. It's okay. And we walk out. And they all look at us, and they go, that was a fucking amazing set, yo! They start screaming and shit. And we're like, yo, what's up, guys? They didn't know the guy from The Problem was my partner, right? They oh, just thought I was, right. like, the DJ that was performing when when all this shit went down. And Offer was playing the guitar during during my set. So I like, yeah. I, like, go and start talking to them, and they're like, yo, we have this tattoo shop. We'll give you guys some free tattoos or whatever. We have some really good LSD, like, take LSD with us. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm in my mind trying to see, like, how how am I going to tell them that... He's this guy is my partner, and that we don't want any problems. So, we're like, you know what? I'll, I'll take a little bit of that LSD, you know, like of your LSD, yo, offer you one time. He's like, okay, we take a little bit, we talk to them for like 30 minutes. This shit is starting to, to, to hit, you know, and I was like very new into that, but it was like something that I felt I needed to do to bond with these people, yeah, not because, get killed too. Yeah, because I have 400 people inside, like scared out of their lives, they don't want to leave the venue, and it's already daytime like it's already 6 a.m. you know like like it's sunny outside and, um, and talking we go like yo guys by the way like everybody is scared because they don't want to leave because all of you guys are, are out here and the guy that you had the problem with is my partner you know so like what's up and they're like bro everybody's chill like tell everyone at the venue that they can leave like nothing's gonna happen but your friend and this other friend and this other guy we're gonna kill them looking straight at my eyes, we're gonna kill these guys <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" you know, like, what are we gonna do? and off here he's just like looking at me like what 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 do they mean matar is that is that kill and i'm like yeah (laughs) brother they want to kill these guys you know yo so so we're trying to call the police the police is not answering because it's bolivia you know like there's no way the police is gonna answer at 6 a.m so i go inside i tell everybody at the venue like everybody can go don't worry nothing's gonna happen so all the girls leave like everybody leaves and it's just the security guards the venue owners and these three homies that are the ones that were in the problem with the gang members and these are like very private school kids you know like and there's like 20 it it was like 20 gang members at the beginning and every 20 minutes like five more would arrive and then two more would arrive and then it's 30 and then it's like 32 gang members and they're just like fucking growing in numbers by the second so i started mediating the whole thing right i had and while i'm mediating this thing this lsd is like fucking started couldn't to you, kick in, you know? Yeah,
0: so there was no back door for your friend to just get the no, fuck out? No,
1: no. So, like, I go inside. I go, like, hey, guys, like, what are we going to do? They're, like, tell them that we're sorry, you know, that we don't want any problems. I go back to... What do they do? Guys. Dude, they, like, the hours go by. It's 7 a.m. It's 8 a.m. It's 9 a.m. And I'm going back and forth. And, and, and I'm very, like, energy sensitive <laughs> at that moment because of what happened, right? So I'm yeah. going inside, and I feel my friends fearing for their lives and then I go back outside and I just see like pure evil that wanna kill my homies, you know? And I'm just mediating the whole thing until they tell me, you know what, bro, we're tired of your mediating or whatever, stop, because you're gonna become part of the problem and we're gonna make your artists from the states become Ah, part of the problem, so you better get the fuck out of here. Stop, man. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm gonna go to the empanadas spot right around the corner, so I'm still able to like look at the situation, and I'm getting just like voice messages from my homies crying, hiding in. behind the fucking beer coolers in the venue's kitchen. Yeah, I'll fucking sleep there. Yeah, and it's... No, because the venue is like kind of open, right? Oh. So there was a way for them to get in. And they found a way to get to the house next door and they tried jumping through the door, through the wall of the house next door of the venue and there were more gang members on the other side of the street. So they saw they were trying to escape and they started jumping inside the venue. So now, the gang members are getting inside the venue and I'm getting these messages from my homies just crying and shaking, you know, like, bro, please, you have to get the police or whatever and it's like 50 people from the city that are trying to, like, save these homies somehow, right? like we're all trying to call the police we're all trying to call like we even went to talk to a sicario friend of ours that is like known you know? And he was just standing on a corner drunk as fuck, this old guy. And we're like, hey dude, this is going on with this group of gang members that they of course know each other. Like we just need to scare them. And he like took his gun and he was like, dude, I'm gonna go shoot all these motherfuckers, like whatever. And we're like, dude, let's get the fuck out of from here. You know, let's let's go. Like, let's go. We don't want any guns right Stop. now, you know. Like So we go back to the empanadas spot that is around the corner and we just keep seeing how they're multiplying, man. And the moment they get inside the venue, the gang members, the police arrive. Oh my like God. Like at 9 30 a.m. And they take all the gang members outside, but they can't arrest them because they are connected, right, to the police mm. as well. So they just take them out. They like put them in, in this little circle and they grab my friends. And what my friends were saying in that moment Wait, they, wait up,
0: though. Your friends
1: live there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. So they're fucked. No, no. After that, Something happened after that that cooled everything out, right? But that that day. What money? (laughs) No, no, no! Like that day, um, like they got like they get out we go meet with them to an apartment with other 50 people like at 9:30 a.m. none of us have have slept we we were all worried you know all morning i'm with the with my friend from the states that he's like bro like Ooh, i huh? love bolivia you know he was like i love this shit like this is so crazy what <laughs> i thought he was he was probably having a
0: heart attack bro or he loved like that, it he
1: loved the he adventure was trippy, bro. Bro. he was like
0: i'm i I'm narco bolivia
1: yeah bro he loved let's, the fucking let's adventure let's let's fucking go He's one, he's one really that's crazy so, cat wow, as well, right. so that's why he liked it. But what they would tell us is that they thought that the police, were the gang members trying to open the kitchen door, so they found these, like, camera tripods, right? Three camera tripods, and they were gonna use them as their weapons, and they were, like, hitting each other, like, between my three friends, just yelling, adrenaline, motherfuckers, you know, adrenaline, adrenaline, just scared out of their lives. But whenever the door gets open, it's the police, and the police go, like, you guys have to get the fuck out from here, like, run now. So they leave. They call us. They say let's meet at this apartment. They tell us the story while while they're crying. You know at ten a.m. and um, and and that was like one. That was one one of the crazy stories from the last tour. You know there's like wh- a lot more crazy stories, but that's like probably one of the craziest. I mean, and, yeah. And one week later, like only one of these homies lived in that city. The other right. two lived in in another city, so they didn't have any problem. But one week later, I get a picture from this homie hugging the fucking gang members at a, at a bathroom because he, he found them at a, at, a, at a venue's bathroom and he got super scared. And he was like, yo, I'm sorry, guys, let me buy you some drinks. Like I was super drunk and then they became homies. That's so, fucking uh, insane. So now that, it's all that, chill. That, yeah. I mean, that friend wanted to move out, man. Yeah, he was scared, I
0: mean, yeah. he went
1: out. Yeah, <laughs> he went out. I would have shout out Pedrito, man. I would, have stayed, I would have stayed in my house. 100% yeah. I would have stayed in my house. Get
0: the fuck out, man. That's crazy, dude. That's yeah, it was crazy. a crazy story. And
1: even today, like, I'll speak with a fear that I actually have to meet with him in, in, in LA. I haven't seen him since that tour because it was but after fine, that tour man. that I got stuck in, in South America yeah. for these last two years. So he's like, man, I'm going to be waiting for you uh, in L.A. And he said that everywhere he goes, he tells the story of, like, he's <laughs> in Bolivia because he toured with us for four weeks. And every week, at least two really crazy, bizarre ass stories like, would happen, you know.
0: I think if you are, you know, Latin American, they're, like, you know how to handle a lot of situations yeah. that most people don't. Uh, especially getting stopped by police officers yeah. or the yeah. army and trying to just hang out and give them some money. Yeah. Then, like that that's sort of stuff that usually uh, people from first world countries are not used to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's bizarre, man. Places like but, Bolivia, like Venezuela is just like very bizarre, you know. No, I think that's oh, the word.
0: I don't know. I think that usually you don't really get into a fight or, or anything like that or because you know that repercussions yeah. are real, you know? Yeah, Re- yeah. Repercussions are real and you don't want to be in that sort of situation. Not I'm, even the repercussion,
1: uh, you just don't want to stain your vibe, bro. Don't. I mean, for yeah, sure, but it, it's
0: not it's not the same. Like you yeah. can there can be a problem somewhere else and you're not going to die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Know? I mean, that's a pretty fucking important point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, uh yeah. Man, my
1: homie had his shirt cut
0: open. I mean, you that's fucking. And he went, but he's he's crazier than anybody because he went out the next week. Yeah. No, I la- would have been in my house. Just like I'm never leaving my house. I'm not leaving my house for a long time.
1: Yeah. No. Luckily, and this this homie, party. like the homie that is the one that lived in that city, that's he's insane, a man. fucking crazy motherfucker. You that's know? insane. Like, I would really have not left, left
0: my house, house. straight up not. Also left my house. like
1: two like two days after that he got like kicked in the chest by a stripper because he <laughs> yeah like like how, this is how crazy this homie is right like he would like go to the strip club and he would just like walk around and he would like talk to all the strippers and go like hey honey how you doing and whenever the girl would like extend her hand he would go like this and then go do the same to another stripper and he would and he does that with everyone right but and you're 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 right there you're you're at a strip club you know and the strip clubs in bolivia are run by like the fucking Bolivia mafia you know or whatever like it's not like a nice. businessman that it's like <laughs> open his venue or whatever you know nice so so i'm like pedro stop doing this you know like you're way too drunk like what the fuck? Oh, yeah. and he sits in front of the main show on a chair and he's just standing there and there's This girl is completely naked, she's wearing really high heels, but she's naked, and she just, like, goes right in front of him, shows him the middle finger, and just fucking kicks him in the chest in front of the whole venue, and he just falls off his chair, bro, with a fucking... the high heels marking his chest. All the strippers, everyone at the venue is just, like, standing up and yelling and clapping, you know, because they just kicked him in the chest, and he was being, like... Super annoying the whole night with everyone. So the dude tried to get a high five and then he got kicked in the chest. That's that's the way... I
0: mean, it could be like that. Um,
1: Yeah, bro, that was uh, an an epic, iconic moment.
0: What a a dude. What a dude. Like, the craziest thing I've seen lately. I played this, like, festival in the middle of the woods. And the owners of the farm, like, came up and, like, the dude had a gun and he was, like, trying to shoot the speakers uh because he was like oh you guys gotta stop this shit now and i didn't like i barely fucking i he wanted to shoot the speakers yeah 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 he was like oh you guys you guys had to stop it's too loud and and then like he pulled his gun out and shit i was like oh this this is this crazy but I, (laughs) i you know i never felt like i was gonna get shot yeah i know djs that go play la romana you know clearly they're getting booked by some narcos on, yeah. on yachts and shit and they go play that and they get paid like 5k for yeah. just a free trip and some wildness yeah but yeah they and they know what they're doing i don't think it's smart you know yeah because if, if this dude wakes up that day and he doesn't like you you're done yeah yeah literally just like that
1: situation like you maybe
0: bump bump into some dude that's not the right guy yeah
1: and you and you and you never know even yeah, that. Espe- especially in this in this world yeah, you know because electronic the electronic music world is like very hardcore <laughs> so you know we're, so we're
0: out, we're doing such a great job promoting South America right now everybody's just gonna like, be like bro we got to go there <laughs> like what the
1: hell we got to go there
0: what what are these guys talking about we got to go aye, to South aye, America aye. Just be smart about it, right? Yeah. Don't just go hang out, have a good time. Don't yeah. get aggressive with anybody. And if somebody tells you that's my girlfriend, just leave her alone.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rule number one, bro. Don't mess with people's girlfriends in South just America. Leave her alone. Yeah, or anywhere. <laughs> take a take a step and
0: just find another one or another guy or whatever you're into. That is not taken. Yeah. That's not a risk you're you're willing to take. Yeah. Unless no, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. Don't do it, especially if you're not from there. Yeah. Let's
1: let's not do that. Yeah, but it's funny, man. I like I, I liked like before this, I, I I would go at least once a year and go to at least three different countries. Yeah, in South America, and I I I love these bizarre experiences, you know. So yeah. it's like for some reason the warmth, man the warmth no no not the warmth i mean like all these type of uh, stories about like the police i'm not like I'm not, I'm
0: not i'm not talking about the weather i'm talking about just uh oh the, the warmth the, the, of the people yes, the, yes. The, just the movement like yes, i yes. what did i i mean i was just in colombia that was fun but it was it was more of a tourism thing yeah um but i went to the fa mexico mm-hmm. oh man i just love i love that spot
1: yeah I've, i haven't I just, been to mexico i, I love it man
0: i love it Um, i just had tequila and mezcal everywhere and just amazing food and it's just a really nice spot and, and it's cheap and it's i mean it is cheaper, it's cheaper way cheaper than here yeah way cheaper than LA, l.a yeah yeah
1: but dude argentina for example like if you okay. go with dollars right but now Arge-
0: let's let's be honest argentina is pretty dangerous too I mean it it it's always really like dangerous. like
1: it's it's like anywhere you know like if you go to LA and you go like to Hollywood like you're going to be chill but then if yeah. you if you walk around Skid Row at 3am then you, it's you dangerous know, as fuck you know di- it's different there's a uh...
0: Somebody's gonna steal my phone, danger, and there's uh, I'm gonna Somebody's, get kidnapped yeah, or die. Exactly. Then that's exactly. a different kind of danger. But anyways, I'm bringing this up because I'm really in love with the F, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're really scared about it. No, no, no. Like at the same time, we we were just sitting there, like uh, just drinking some mezcal, going hard, and and the people right next to us, like went wild like we stepped away and the cops came the dude ran away from the cops in the car with his girl and the Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the, and he literally got fucking killed in front of Damn, because that that's the thing it was like it was cool it was a good time I like the food I like this and but now you have PTSD I don't have PTSD (laughs) but it's like there's also that yeah exactly you know there's also that and I mean I would actually think about moving to to the F. I think it's cool it's also very close to LA so yeah. you could live there save a lot of money eat really well live really well yeah. and just go play LA and go play the, yeah, the exactly. West yeah. the, the Coast yeah. <laughs> there. there's also the shooting part there's
1: also the shooting part it's also there <laughs>
0: but, hey, I mean yeah, yeah. in, Bolivia, in Bolivia, mean, There's running away from, from the cops not it's not smart
1: I, I did it not <laughs> I did. but they didn't shoot me I just paid some money that's <laughs> the way it works in bolivia i'm not going to jail because i already paid for it <coughs> and they, they i don't think i can go to jail here for saying that because it w- happened in bolivia <laughs> so I mean, if you,
0: if you didn't go it doesn't really matter the thing is no they i mean
1: they, they ended up i think i told you the story like they ended up like catching me oh yeah so they take me, me to me. the to the police station and <laughs> i'm like wasted and Stop. whatever and the and the, the police is like oh my god it's you again bro so i'm like how much do you want? He's oh like 300 bucks. I'm like, I only have 100. He's like, okay. 300 bucks, dude. Yeah. I
0: mean, if you have 300 bucks in Venezuela, that's like you buy this dude a fucking house
1: yeah but <laughs> the argentina as well that that's where i was going you know like argentina oh yeah the economy is so fucked in argentina if you go with 500 you're gonna leave for a month like a an absolute <laughs> king bro like you're gonna ball hard as fuck. you're gonna get Dude. bottles you're gonna get tables yeah, you're gonna yeah. have a nice apartment like all this but you need to go like with 500 a month you're a baller in argentina so, so so i mean it's not good that the economy is so fucked, but if we go from here there then it's super good you know <laughs> let's talk about some music yeah let's, um, let's with too many crazy <laughs> stories let's talk about music production
0: let's talk about some music <laughs> um so talk, talk to me about your setup a little bit like how do you how do you like to make music do you make music in the in in your computer what do you what do you use mm. what's the stuff that you like the most well, like i have a lot of people that are starting or just in music production. Yeah. So they love to hear about what's a synth that you're using, what's your process. Let's say let, let's yeah, let's make it easy. What
1: would you tell yourself when you started? Like what are the key points in music production? I mean, I have I have different approaches. One of the... W- the one I, I think I like the most is I always try to listen to stuff that is going to inspire me. Not necessarily, you know, like other people's music, but like just going on a rabbit hole on YouTube of like just people speaking, you know, until I find like yeah. something that catches my ear that is like, oh, that, that phrase is really good, you know, or, or that sax solo is really good, I'm, or, or I go to Splice and try to find what's going to be the main part or the hook of the track before starting the track, right? Mm -hmm. So once I have that thing that is going to be the main element of the track, I'll put it in on Ableton and then I'm going to start building around the main element. And the way I like to word it is to shoot the arrow and then paint the target around the arrow instead of having the target and then shooting the arrow and trying to make it (laughs) into the middle, you know? So
0: you have basically a concept of what you want to do before you start wasting your time. Maybe yeah. that's why you make tracks so fast because yeah, you already yeah. have an idea of where
1: you want to be before you even do it yeah like I'll be listening to a podcast or whatever you know or like mm-hmm. the a guided meditation or just like some yeah. random music on Spotify. What, or what's whatever. your favorite podcast uh, Joe Rogan <laughs> really yeah 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 yeah
0: oh man people are gonna fucking hate
1: you for that. Why, why? I don't
0: know. People, I think people hate on Joe Rogan a lot. I mean, I don't, I, w- I
1: don't, I don't hate or love Joe Rogan, but I think he has like some of the bit of the best people guests. He Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like Joe
0: Rogan. I think Joe Rogan rog- is cool. I like, I, rog- I like, rog- I think, I, yeah. I
1: think he's, he's good interviewing. And I think the people that he gets on the show always have something to teach you. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, it's cool how he does and, that. He, and I'll always get like good samples from it. So <laughs> I think that he uses the podcast
0: as his learning tool. If he's yeah. into something new, he'll go get somebody yeah uh, to be honest with you i haven't heard it in a long time ever since he was he's on spotify it's like yeah. i don't i don't really want to like i watch clips and shit yeah. every once in a while and i'm into um, mma a lot so that's why mm-hmm. like i i'm into joe rogan basically my favorite podcast is king and the sting I haven't heard of it's it. uh it's theo bond you know theo bond he's a comedian it's just funny it has nothing to do with music. It's just, it's just like a good vibes. It's funny. Right. It's just a, a bunch of comedians and uh, they have a good time when it comes to like music production. Oh, man. I hope I'm going to write. I'm going to put here the name of the, the podcast that I like. But there's one. These guys, they make trap and hip hop. They do a lot of good interviews. There's one interview about this dude. They were interviewing him because they thought that he quit music. Mm hmm but he didn't. He just went independent Mm -hmm. and he talks about his whole system, about how he makes money as an independent artist. And he's like, yeah, you guys might have not heard about me, but the people that I have pay for these tickets and I get a hundred percent of the royalties. I'm going to link it uh, either here or below so you guys can see it, but it's such a good talk. Super important to actually have an idea of what you're able to do. Cause people think that you need to be, Carl Cox to yeah. make to make money and to survive yeah, yeah. and make music, yeah. but there's a lot of other ways to do it, and there's a lot of lo- a lot of other cuts that you can you can do.
1: Yeah, you and I feel that you always have to do a lot of stuff. You know that is yeah. gonna that is gonna support each other. Like like I produce like that's my main love, my main passion to make music. I love to perform, I love to DJ, I like to curate a vibe and the energy of a dance floor. I love doing business, you know, I love throwing my own parties. I love booking artists that I like into my I, country. I, I hate throwing parties, bro. It is a stressful, man. <laughs> I it hate is it so stress, much. very stressful. It's a
0: lot of work. Yeah. And not a lot of payoff and just like time consuming, right? Yeah. But i think the parties that you're throwing are a lot bigger than the ones that i was throwing i just wanted to have a spot once a month where i could just have fun with my friends yeah but it it ended it up being a really yeah, stressful man. stuff and anyways, it ended yeah. up being this whole thing so we stopped and also yeah everybody blew up a lot yeah. so you can't just have them back on the weekend yeah all right let's, let's do some like rapid fire shit like all right let's go 808 or 909 or 909 909 yeah digital or analog analog cdj 2000 nexus with a 900 mixer or cdj 3000 with a 10
1: mixer uh the first option (laughs) okay yeah you know what I think I agree with that one. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. they just asked me at Sound as well if I wanted to like what setup I was if I was if I was down to play with an X zone. I, I I have to have effects, or so just I need the RMX in there, you know. Like I need.
0: Oh, you play with the R the RMX thing
1: on on top. Yeah, I mean they want because I'm not headlining, and the the headliners ask for a mixer that doesn't have any effects on it. I had to. Oh, be like, right. I need effects, you know. I need to be able to loop tracks and like try to make my own track within the loops, you know. And I need effects. Mm-hmm for that I need the everything so okay MIDI or audio audio yeah yeah I of course both. you have to do both
0: okay saturation or distortion
1: mm, saturation saturation yeah a hundred
0: percent club or festival
1: mm, that's a good one I think I like playing more I, I like the vibe to perform at a club more but I have a better time at a three-day festival you know a three-day festival yeah like I, I, I like going to a festival More than I like going to a club. But I think I like performing at a club more than I like performing at a festival.
0: (laughs) And I I think this one doesn't really work with you. But Black on Black or Tech House Tea? (laughs) (laughs) Tech House Tea. (laughs) Tech House Tea, bro. Tech bros. Tech bros in the house. So Splice or Loop Cloud? Splice. Splice. Splice
1: it is. Ableton or FL? FL. No, I'm just getting Ableton for sure, bro. Yeah, I really love Ableton.
0: Look, I've always been Ableton. I like Ableton, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of crazy that Ableton is like a thousand bucks. Yeah, and uh, Logic is like seventy bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah like I, I I just ordered a new computer cuz my I have like a 2015 MacBook Pro that is about to die because I yeah. like took it on tours for since 2015 so it's like in its last run so I had to get a, order a new computer today and whenever you get the new Mac or any new com, any new Mac computer it asks you if you want Logic Pro installed on it yeah. already from the moment you buy it and I was like no I'm, I'm just going to get Ableton and I love Ableton all right. so what are you using, Ableton as well?
0: Yeah, that's the only thing I use. I only use Ableton. Yeah, if you want to check out everything that's in my studio, I'll link it right here. He's going to
1: link it right here on my right nipple. I'm going to link it on his right Maybe nipple. You just click so on
0: nipple. before we step out, where can the people follow you? What have you got coming up? How can they support you right now?
1: You guys can support me mainly on my OnlyFans account. <laughs> so Just kidding you can you can follow me on Instagram you can follow me on Facebook on Twitter uh, Spotify SoundCloud uh, you can go check my releases on Beatport it is Morpe, morpei m o r p e i the nice. name is from my two last names I'm morales peinado so that's the well, secret there you know right there and uh yeah really hope really hope you guys enjoy the music really hope to see you in a show in your city soon and i really appreciate the invitation man and it's been Yo, a real much pleasure love,
0: man much love thank you so much for coming out I really appreciate it. I look forward to hanging out with you a lot. Uh, this show is basically sponsored by ShopBrokenEnglish.com. That's where you can, cop, you can cop the merch. You can check out all my stuff at Ernesto's Beats. I'm going to link it right here. And uh, that's been it. Nice, man. That's you want one of start. these? I'll get you one of these, Dude, man.
1: Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll get you one of my <laughs> of my tech house tees. <laughs> or if, I, if I wear that, you know, it's, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's over for you. It's over for you guys. Much love, man. Say man. Thank All you, right. guys. Mucho amor. That was great, bro. <laughs> I really appreciate it, man.